Voice of Hope is a podcast of New Hope Presbyterian Church of Castle Rock, Colorado. New Hope is a church that puts people first. You can listen to our sermons and podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and any other popular podcast platforms. In this sermon, listen as Princess Leia is interviewed for a podcast about leading a rebellion in the pains and joys of childbirth, helping us to wonder about Mary's journey in the birth of Jesus. Good morning and welcome to another taping of Radio Free Tatooine, your favorite podcast. I'm your host, Mike Stand. (laughs) We're glad to have with us this morning uh, Princess Leia Skywalker. Let's give her a round of applause. It's so good to have you with us, the leader of the rebellion right with us. Thank you for being with us on this very special Christmas episode of Radio Free Tatooine. Thrilled to be here. Super excited to talk. Well, good. Listen, listen, we spoke with your twin brother, uh, Luke, just a couple weeks back. And uh, we saw in his uh, explaining about his own narrative arc who he was, that he was really kind of wrapped up in who he was. I, oh. Some people suggest maybe a little self-absorbed. Absolutely. Uh, I kind of get tired of hearing his voice. I mean, I mean it gets a little old. Even people familiar and love the story suggest Luke's kind of, I don't know, whiny. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, um, Oftentimes, he uh, focused too much on himself than what's really going on. It just happens when you're such a hero, doesn't it? And then, of course, um, last week, uh, we had uh, with us uh, your father, uh, great Darth Vader, who uh, I'm frankly consider consider had uh, rugged good looks, I think it'd be fair to say. I get my looks from my mother. Clearly uh, yes. not Darth. <laughs> yes. Hey, I notice as you're here, your iconic hairstyle. This, uh, this. What do you call this? The space buns. Space buns. I've uh, been on all the magazines, all the sites. Really, what you're known for, and really something extraordinary. Um, and I notice. Uh, thank you for wearing your rather iconic white gown. Many of us and our listeners are wondering uh, when you're, uh, you know, sword fighting, or sometimes if you're on one of those desert kind of dirty planets, is this really the most, um, uh, you know, I I don't know if it's really the best. Oh, uh, and of course we hear rumors of certain romantic entanglements with uh, a certain Han Solo. And so I'm wondering if you might be able to enlighten us a bit now that you're here on Radio Free Tatooine. Really? Really? I am the leader of the rebellion. That's the questions you're going to ask me. No, no, seriously, did you ask Luke those questions when he was here? I, well, did you ask him about his outfit and how it standed up in fights? Did you ask him how his hair worked? Let's, let's move on. Yeah, good call. In your training, uh, Princess Leia, I'm wondering, and what, what I heard is that you sometimes make use of another story of, uh, of a certain Mary and Elizabeth. Is this I true? I do. I do. Have, have you heard their story? Their story is truly incredible. You have these two women who are pregnant that are supporting one another, and it's in one of the greatest stories ever told. One helped to raise the one who would lead the way to the Messiah, and the other one actually raised the Messiah. And they did it together. They did it with the support of one another. See, that takes guts. That takes strength. 
wow, it's so interesting to have the feminine uh, viewpoint here on our podcast. I'm wondering if you can recall, I mean, we don't know how old Mary was, but some suggest only 13 or 14. Can you remember, Leah, uh, what was it like for you? What's it like being a 13 or 14-year-old girl? Okay, well, if you're asking me if I was boy crazy, I wasn't, and I'm hoping you have better questions than I, that one, and we've learned a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I do, I do. Okay, good. Um, so I knew from a young age that life needed to be different. The way that the empire was being run didn't care for others. It didn't even matter. The lowliest didn't matter. And it's why I started connecting with Mary so much because I knew the world had to change. I knew something had to be different. And Mary, at 13 years old, she all of a sudden says, when God comes to her and says, you're going to have my child, she says, I am here. I am the Lord's servant. That takes trust for a 13-year-old to be able to say that. That takes the kind of trust and belief in a better world that would be coming. It's why she's so incredible to know and to study, but not just that. You see when she becomes pregnant, her and Elizabeth become a part of something bigger. It's like a pregnancy club. I don't know if you've ever known a pregnancy club, but they exist. Of course. Um, it's much like when the rebellion started. I thought I was the only one with these thoughts that the world could be better, that there could be something different, but when I joined with others, I wasn't alone, and I was a part of something greater than myself. Wow. Wow. You know, part of this story, i got to say, as a guy... Uh, seems kind of unlikely to me. Um, this whole thing of the baby hearing and knowing and leaping in the womb and stuff like that. I wonder what you make of that. You know. Okay. One, yes, it's because you're a guy. Um, absolutely. It's why you do not understand it. Let me tell you the absolute truth in those words and in those moments because she knew. She absolutely knew because if you've ever been pregnant before, you know it starts as this little fluttering inside, this fluttering that seems so out of place and you're wondering what it is, but then it grows and grows into something more where you feel the foot in your rib cage and it hurts. Um, but then you start to notice that this child within knows your partner's voice, knows your voice. It can dance to music. It can move. This, this child that will be born has so much life inside just growing inside of you. It's this divine life inside. And then, and then you give birth. You give birth to this child, and all of a sudden you notice that their neck cannot support itself, that you have to hold it in your arms in such a specific way, and it makes you see how much God trusted us. God trusted Mary to care for him in such a vulnerable way that Mary and Joseph had to cradle that neck to support that neck, to keep him alive. Not to mention Mary was able to grow her own food from her body. She was able to feed baby Jesus through nursing, and she was able to help give him life. And I can tell by your face, you are extremely uncomfortable with this whole thing. Um, okay, so I'll move on, because clearly you can't handle this right now. Um, because it shows how much God cares about that caring and nurturing side of us. 
He wants us to know that side and to share that side with others, which is why this second piece of her text, the Magnificat, is another piece that I use to teach because truly look at what Mary continues to say. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliest of his servants. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed for the mighty one has shown great strength with his arms, scattered the proud in their thoughts, brought down the powerful, and filled the hungry with good hang things. Hang on, hang on. This sounds a little dangerous to me. This really? is not, uh, your speech here is not going to be something that a lot of people want to hear, especially uh, people who are in power. Um, who have uh, pride because they've got where they are. Uh, I mean, I mean, come on. How do you expect this to re rebellion to be, be popular? Because we see it within us. We see this sense that something isn't right. It's why Mary was so incredibly powerful, Mary and Elizabeth, because they, they knew that they had to bring about their nurturing and care for the world, and they saw that the world could be better. And that's what the rebellion is. That's what it starts to teach us, is that there's so much more than, this, than caring about power and fighting. There's so much more. Wow. I see someone's radio is ringing. <laughs> this sounds to me, uh, Leia, uh, like a kind of... Uh, excuse me, a feminist rebellion, if you ask me. Absolutely. I mean, if you take a look at Luke, I mean, Luke well, had this whole thing with the force that it was to be used to fight others. I mean, the force is so much more than that. The force is a chance to see others, to care for others, to love others. It's not just about this fighting and you know, whining about, oh, I can't get this figured out. Like, who am I? <laughs> Please. Yeah, your point of view is so different and so good for us to hear through uh, Mary and Elizabeth and your own struggles and your own uh, mighty leadership uh, of the rebellion. I guess it's kind of hard for any of us uh, to be authentic. But don't you see, that's why this matters. Mary trusted God. In fact, he, God trusted Mary and God trusted us as women to grow life inside of us. It's why all of this matters. Pregnancy, childbirth, nursing, no matter if it was easy for you or incredibly difficult, some of you felt like a goddess, me not so much. God came into this space, into this place to know us, to experience with us, and to trust us to care for him. But God also wanted us to know that love within us, to know that our very life at the formation matters. And when you know such deep love like that within yourself, you know that it only matters to share that love with others. So yes, it's uncomfortable. Childbirth is uncomfortable. It's painful, it is scary. Birth, 
nursing, all of it, but it is all so intimate. But see, God is so intimate. God wants to know us. Jesus' life was intimate, and even in that, even in our uncomfortability, God will be still present. God will continue to give us strength and love even when we're in the most uncomfortable and painful places, which is why I teach her, which is why I love her, because she taught us that from the very beginning. Trusting God, trusting God's love for us will be with us every step of the way in this tender new life. Beautiful. Thank you, Leah. Uh, listeners, uh, I know next week we were scheduled to have uh, Chewbacca on, um, who is going to be giving us lots of, as you know, um, uh, but he's retiring. So, so we'll be back to regular scheduled programming. Thanks for being with us, Leah. listening to Voice of Hope. If you've enjoyed our podcast, please rate and review it and share it with your friends. Go in peace and have a wonderful week.